broadcasting live each week on Monday at 7 p.m. from FBRN Studios in Bedford, Texas. Log on to hear topics on marriage, family, and family and lifestyle. So be sure to log on each week Monday at 7 p.m. to catch this quarter. Jump in. Welcome, welcome back. Happy Halloween, baby. Happy Halloween. As you can see, we're uh, two beautiful. I'm a massive lion, and she's a lioness from Salunda. <laughs> <laughs> the queen of the jungle is different. It is different. Trick or treating without little kids to have to trick or treat. So we don't have any babies anymore. So it's like, what do we do now? Like they going to parties and hanging out with friends. So this is a different stage in life for us. But But I did, I did need a new onesie. So I was like, you know what? (laughs) These could be all year round onesies. But we actually had a nice. But we don't tell them about why we why you chose the lines. Besides, he waited till the last minute to go get what I said. Get and no, I like these. They represent us really well because you introduced me to pride. And pride, if it's 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 a a long, long, long history. Um, but I give you a quick, brief overview of everything. Um. If you actually look at how the pride, meaning a line, lioness, baby cubs, how everybody moves, is almost directly in tune with the human being family. Um, the the male lions they're actually dominant, and they're they're, they're the hunters. Um, the female lions protects the pride, um, and really the males. People really think that the males do a lot of, of of the hunting in the pride, but the male actually protects, make sure the other males don't come into their pride. So the lioness actually goes out and does all the hunting and brings the meat back to the pride. Mm-hmm. But then it goes a little deeper. So once I started watching, I started looking at lines and really falling in love with lines probably about, uh, say about 2003 um, when I first got drafted. And, you know, during training camp and OTAs and stuff like that, we had some downtimes. And, you know, being in Green Bay wasn't too much to do. Uh, So I kind of started looking at a lot of DVDs. Every Tuesday, Best Buy was my friend, by the way. Uh, and I still have them to this day. And I started looking at all these different Pride and Line movies. And on, um, back then it was what? They don't even have a channel no more. Um, the, uh, National Group? No, they still the, have it. Oh, well, the Animal Channel. The but animal, I know what you talking yeah, about. It was the, the, the yeah, Animal Planet Channel. Uh, so they was talking about the Nomads. And Nomads is somebody that actually is, that's not in your family that wants to be in your family and just comes into your almost like a human being uh family so say for instance you have a friend and you know you end up trying to have a family reunion and then all of a sudden these people are like oh it's a family reunion on the other side of town let's just let's let's just jump in and just go <laughs> to to me that 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 is called nomads but you have to dive into the lines a little bit a little bit deeper to figure out what that is but why we actually weren't 
this uniform or this costume, I would say, um, because we wanted to be a couple of things, but once again, it, it trickled all the way down to what we really are, what we really are about: uh, family, uh, close niche, um, very proper for each other, uh, support each other, um, also protects each other. So this costumes really identify the whole Johnson family. I Would you say? Definitely. So when I started watching these DVDs with you and you were just so in tune with the lionesses and the king and he's the king and watch what he does. And it kind of made sense, like you said, with our family because you went out, you provided for our family uh, during the time you were playing. You all, you were always that even though you didn't feel like it, even to our kids, you were that lion. You were that king of the jungle. You were that hero, that Superman. And so my part was taking care of the kids, mm -hmm. taking care of the household. Um, every time we went to a new team, you know, I found where we were going to stay, where the kids were going to go to school, got the car shipped there, like just the what we call now the logistics of being in that life but then it was just it was just our lifestyle and we had to stay very close-knit luckily we at that time we were young parents and had small children so we didn't do a lot of things like mm -hmm. a lot of the wild party and a lot of just blowing money on uh, a lot of the things because we all we were always thinking about our kids and how to keep ourselves safe and I mean, we knew players that got robbed or mm -hmm. blew through their money and went bankrupt. And we were just always, you know, thinking about uh, our kids. Now, with that being said, <laughs> I have gotten a lot better. But people would always see the mom at everything. And then, you know, I'm always smiling and greeting people. And then they see him and be like, okay. He's not very smiling. He's this big football player. So he must be the mean one. When really, when it comes to the people I love, just like a lioness, I will pounce on you. When it comes to my family, first of all, my husband and my children, it's just that that wire that mm. just goes off mm -hmm. and just, I will go all the way off. <laughs> and, you know, I've heard my kids say, well, don't tell her because you know she'll overreact and she'll blow it up. I will because that's that's that mama lying in me to just totally pounce on whoever is uh, attacking attacking, or, you know, doing anything to my kids. Um, I have gotten so much better over the years. And uh, my first lady, uh, Lady Crystal, talked about and just showed me. She doesn't even know that. She just showed me. But she also talked to me about being an example. You know, we don't want Chrissy always popping off and just pouncing on somebody. Of mm -hmm. course, the boys, they have to know how to defend themselves. But what? how are you teaching them to defend themselves? So over the years, I have had friends and people to really help me, like, just take a deep breath and everything. But if it comes down to it, this moment, that lion... <laughs> Don't mess with our family. Don't mess with our cubs because we coming for you. 
So, you know. I thought when I walked in the house when you said that they didn't have the other things that we wanted to be, I was kind of like, now what did he get? But it didn't surprise me that you ended up getting And it was only the last two. And it was the last two, so it was meant for it us. We were last, I ain't going to say we were last minute, but last minute. My but, ideas but, wasn't last minute. But once again, when when you when you go to a, a, a spot and then things are just identical, like I walked in, I didn't want to be nothing in that store. <laughs> Nothing, and I walked around. We were looking for this particular thing. I'm like, you know what? We're gonna get these lines in two sizes. Mm-hmm. Fit, fit. Look, fix the grip. He's got my tail. So let's, let's let's jump. Let's, yeah, let's talk about. <laughs> let's jump in while we actually missed last week. We did. We missed. We missed you guys. Week. We we did. We really. We, we but we did have a lot of fun. We did. And as you can see, we have a special guest. Uh, we have three guests today. We have three guests. Three guests. <laughs> Guesses. <laughs> we have my beautiful wife, and we have Miss Glossy back there. Miss Glossy. That's what we're gonna call her today, Miss Glossy. So we actually went Who's to Miss Glossy. That's I'm the first. You guest. know what? Well, me, you, and Glossy. The third guest. You see what I'm saying? Once up. again, the line is trying to get everything situated. I, I got to get us right. I got to keep us. This is the okay. third guest. Okay. So. Don't sleep on <laughs> We're going to jump into where we were last Monday when we were supposed to be here with you guys. But once again, we're back. But mm-hmm. where we were last week, baby? Explain. So, last weekend was the 10-year reunion. Ten. I know. 10-year mm. reunion for the Super Bowl team, the Ravens Super Bowl team. Mm-hmm. And we went to Baltimore. Everything, hands down, was it was amazing. I mean, we knew we'd get there and we'd see players and we'd go to the facility, you know, do all the things. They sent us the itinerary, but everything was so nostalgic. I think, I know I saw some of the guys get emotional from time to time, but even, you know, just just me sitting back thinking and looking at everybody, it was so good to see everybody see how much love everybody still has for each other and then to see all of you guys that that had a chance to come and it was pretty much almost the whole team Mm -hmm. just still have that love for each other it was amazing how did you feel uh from the i mean First, we were late. Was well, <laughs> I can say we was so late. We couldn't get there as early. No, no, as no. I'm, and I'm talking about the the email. We almost missed the event. Oh, to yeah, be a, yeah, let, yeah, let's we let's did. start there. So, uh-huh. <laughs> I don't like checking emails that much until they get to about twelve hundred, and then I just Terrible. click one and just delete all. But I was talking to one of my good brothers, uh, Ladarius Webb, and he was like, uh, "Are you and your wife going to?" No, the, his wife texted me. Oh yeah, where are y'all going? See, so once again, it's the, line, the line is getting everything situated. She so texts she texts, and once again, we actually we do a little background on them. Um, when we our last year there, um, they was actually about to get married, and we was what in year about to, five. <laughs> we have been married five years by then. We've been married five years together, about ten. About ten years, so. Once again, they was younger than us, so it felt like 
the Paw Paw and the Grandma the team. Because, I mean, we was young, but we wasn't young, but we had kids. We was, we was a family. And that was trying to get in that, that, that space. Mm-hmm. And she talked to my wife, and Ladares was talking to me. And to this day, still married. Mm-hmm. Um, and we still talk about marriage and things uh, from time to time. And she, you know, we haven't been around each other as that that much. Yeah. But they do come from, you know, from time to time, every summer, and, and come and come and visit us. And we went to Mississippi when Chrissy was in Jackson, uh, going to Jackson State. And just good people, man. And when you find good people, um, especially these days, I mean, you, you, you tend to gravitate towards them a little bit more and, and kind of bring them into, like, family. Yeah. And Their true definition of friends that you don't have to talk to all the time, mm-hmm. see all the time, because like, without a shadow of a doubt, I know if I picked up the phone and called Toya, she would definitely be there and vice versa. And then when we see them, it's not like, I haven't seen you in three years. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, pick like, right, it pick just right on right up. Right yeah. on mm-hmm. So go back into the event. When we got to the event, when I found out the event, I'm like, oh, that's in two weeks. <laughs> So I gave my wife all the information to the, the guy at the Ravens, and, you know, it was like boom, boom, boom. So uh, we got there. Um, we had a game Friday night, a big game. Uh, we actually won. Um, son got a little injured. So we we, we, we was kind of in the up, and I'm like, this is my first time as a parent. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh, we're bad parents. Like, we, right. we're going out of town. Our kid hurt. So we just – Kind of got everything situated and took him over his friend's house, and his mom got everything situated for us, the gang ready. And Shout out to a tribe. I've always said it takes a village, and especially with our kind of lifestyle, but with any lifestyle, it takes a village. And mm-hmm. when we told Christopher, like, we got the x ray, he didn't break it, but he was in a lot of pain, he was hurt. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just like, you know. Me and Daddy are thinking about not going out. It's like one o'clock in the morning after we do everything, and uh, we ain't we ain't packed. Anybody <laughs> that knows me knows I don't last minute pack, so it was like, okay, maybe this is why I was procrastinating. But our flight would leave at seven, mm-hmm. and we got Christopher situated. He wanted to be in our bed, like we're babying him, and I was just like, well, me and Daddy are thinking about not going, and he said, Mom. Y'all cannot miss this. And plus, I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be at the house. He was trying to go somewhere anyway. He, so he, he was trying to push it. But he didn't want us to stay and miss it. It was the first reunion since the Super Bowl. Correct. And then he knew that people were going. My friend Misty went and picked up all his prescriptions. Uh, we had my friend Shalisha, who he stayed with, his friend Caleb's mom. She was like, okay, tell me what to do at this time, this time, this time. And she did it all. So shout out to the village. It truly takes one. I appreciate y'all because I wouldn't have been so sad if we had missed because we had such a good time. But so we ended up not even going to sleep, just packing and kind of sitting on the couch and dozing off. And when our alarms went off, bam, we hit it, got to the airport and by the time we got to uh, Baltimore, first of all, my favorite season is fall. And fall, we flew into D.C. and drove. So fall in the DMV area is just beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yellows and burnt oranges and just 
it was just beautiful. So I was already like getting a little excited. But then we get to the facility and it looks like a castle and it just starts bringing back all these memories for for Chris about being there, playing there and everything. So that started off the day. But then the party that night was when we finally got to see everybody in one room and Well, let's back it up. She actually when we got to the castle, I was she was she didn't want to get out because she was sleepy. But I had that nostalgic deep down off <laughs> So we went, I went inside and, and, and seen all the guys. And that's when we started talking about, you know, that was my first time actually back in the practice facility since I retired. But I've been to a game, but I didn't go to a practice. So they had everything for the kids to run around and kick field goals and just different, just to interact with the family. And, by that time, they was actually was from like one to three, well one to four. We got there like two forty-five, three o'clock. Mm -hmm. So by that time, they get ready to go back to the hotel, and they actually said as well because the hotel actually had a casino, which I didn't go down to. <laughs> um, so once everybody got back to the hotel, it was probably an hour and a half, maybe two, and that's still like being in the facility. Didn't see Coach Harbaugh, didn't see none of the the, the other guys. So once we got to the event. That's when you start seeing all the guys and the GMs, and I'm like, we walk in, and and the first person we we saw was a, a young lady by the name Miss Valerie, and she always kept, she was an older mother to us. She always kept us, you know, with the the restaurant, where not to go, where to go, and just just she was a real, real, real nice young. Tickets, the yeah, the everything, like get everything in line, and I'll pretty much we just got to pull up. And the first lady we saw, we seen her, we talked, we... She we, jumped up, <laughs> ran to us. Mommy's bad. It's like, she a powerhouse, she like, but she like four feet Yeah, up. she's short, short. <laughs> but she gone, she gets stuff done. But she just jumped up and came and ran and hugged us. That was amazing. So we're like, okay, we're starting to mm -hmm. see our people. Then we see Ozzy. He's so cool. Mm-hmm. He was watching the Alabama he game. He's a he's an Alabama alum, so he was watching his boys play. He wasn't even in the party, and then so then he ended up coming in. They started playing. They had a DJ, oh, yeah. um, pictures of the Super Bowl, mm -hmm. uh, and just like a little meet and greet at first, and then they actually start playing, Party. start partying. Well, they tried to recreate the Super Bowl was in no. New Orleans mm -hmm. that year, so they. Everything was decorated kind of like New Orleans, which happens to be one of our favorite cities. Mm -hmm. And they had what they call Cajun food. <laughs> <laughs> Cajun food. Some of the players that are from New Orleans was like, um, mm -mm. Maryland, stick to the crap. But it was just the thought that mm -hmm. they were trying to bring back that feeling of, you know, the family atmosphere before the the Super Bowls, and so I want to talk about that because you didn't really get to do a lot that week of the Super Bowl because y'all were in meetings mm -hmm. and curfews and and everything. But the boys and I had a ball that week. <laughs> we uh, participated in the fashion show, the Super Bowl fashion show, the um, off the field, which is the wise organization of the NFL, has a fashion show. Every year in whatever city the Super Bowl is in, and we pick one charity 
to uh, donate all the proceeds from the fashion show. And when we were in New Orleans, it was to rebuild parks that had been affected by Hurricane Katrina. Mm -hmm. So the boys and I got to walk in the fashion show, you know, got to try on the clothes and and go out. We got a chance to participate, come to y'all's practice, Mm -hmm. and the boys got to run around on the field. Now, a little smaller story is we didn't move to Baltimore when he went because he said he retired, but he didn't retire from the NFL, but he stepped away from his contract. Uh, with the Raiders. So he had been home with us since December. It's November by now. And the agent called and said, hey, one of the Ravens corners went down. And we, that you want to go, do you want to go out and try out? And he said, you know, you think I should do it, babe? I was like, yes, and take extra underwear. So he was like, nope, I'm just going to fly out in the morning, do the tryout, I'm going to come back. Mind you, he's still working out every day. Like, he retired but he's still going to the gym every day running everything because you can't just snap out of what mm-hmm. you've been doing all these years and so he calls back and he goes back you was right and i said you should have took more underwear and he was like yep yeah. so it's november of course me and the boys are not gonna up and pack up now and we don't even know what this city looks like so you know trying to find a school and all this stuff like we were like, no, let's just, you know, take it slow, see what this season is going to be about. And uh, I'll let you tell all the magical things that went on in the locker room. But the night of the game, y'all were praying Tom Brady, hmm? the game before the championship. Yeah, Tom Brady. Y'all yeah, were playing the Patriots. Yeah. And me and the boys were um, watching the game. And Christopher's best friend, Ryder, was over to the house. And they were we were just cheering and, you know, it was good. It was a good game. <laughs> and I said, if Daddy wins the Super Bowl, I mean, if Daddy goes to the Super Bowl, you can each take a friend. I still have a picture right now to this of day. Them in front of, the of TV. them in front of the TV on their knees praying. <laughs> they were praying, please, please, please. Now, me and uh, Ryder's mom, my friend Paige, we're looking at each other like, it's fourth quarter. And they might be finna win and you can't make promises to kids and not keep them. I don't. I try not to. Yeah. And they won and all you could hear is these boys just running around the house up and down the stairs. We're going to the Super Bowl. We're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> so we immediately had to figure out how we were going to get Brand Christopher, Ryder, Logan, Chrissy, mm-hmm. Sydney, and our parent, everybody all down to New Orleans within seven days. And Mr. Yeah. Johnson it said. It was two weeks. It was two yeah, weeks because the next yeah. week you don't have a game. But he was like, mm, figure it out. I got to worry about football. So, again, the line this is looking at hotels, calling people about, you know, Airbnbs and for our parents and Super Bowl tickets. Everybody's calling out the blue, and I'm like, hey, we got these many tickets, and we got these many family members. Like, it was great. I had fun. I'll do it all over again. Mm, The game, yeah, but it was the hustle and bustle uh, of of being in a championship game is is really mind-twisting for the whole week. Uh, because the coaches are on edge, the players are on edge, and it was like, 
you you play so long, and it's, it's so many players that get to that point in their career that don't get that championship. They don't even get to go to the Super Bowl. Don't get to go to the Super Bowl. But to me, it's like even, you know, looking at Randy Moss, because he was on that, the, the, the Niners team at that time, Looking at Randy Moss as good as he was from top to bottom, all the records, and he would have on that one play been a champion. But you, you, you it, it's it's hard to to dissect that. So we wasn't on that side. So I I can just imagine how that side felt. But I know when I just go back a little bit when even the Super Bowl was you know the second quarter and then we went in. And we was we were rocking, and didn't 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 think that we was gonna blow them out because right. you know I always tell players and people that play any type of sport, if it's a female or a male, I mean she put her pants on, he put his pants on, just like you. Mm-hmm. So any given day, any given Sunday, any given Saturday, any given Friday, you can get whooped. So when we went to the halftime, you know one of the great greatest linebacker, if not the greatest linebacker of all time. Uh, Ray, he pretty much said zero zero at the half, and you know it's 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 one thing when a coach speak that you that you respect, but when you get to a play a player that's is a caliber player like Ray was, you over you over listen and you overplay what you know how to play because you want to play more and heavier for him, knowing that th- that was his gonna be, it was gonna be his last game. Mm-hmm. So we came out and we came out flat, you know, and then Beyonce just I don't know if it's New Orleans, I don't know if it was the forty ers somebody pulled a plug on, on, on the stadium. And to this day I tell people if you actually you know, I go back to our good old days with our grandmas and grandpas and me moms and stuff like that when Big Mama and Big Daddy. Yeah, Big Mama, Big Daddy. When you go in there, that 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 one little room that you bet not go in and touch nothing because they're gonna whoop that butt. <laughs> But they have that my, my papa had a picture of the Last Supper. And I always look at that picture. Uh, I always did look at that picture. And you know how on the if you're actually looking at the picture, you see everybody at the at the table, but on the left side is always the light. The light the light or or what is that called? Like a aura. Like a aura, like a aha moment. Okay. <laughs> so everybody knows what I'm talking about. So when you go back and you look at them pictures when the lights went out, everybody just looking and looking and looking. And I got to find a picture because I said I was going to actually get it and get it framed. Um, but the 49er bench was totally dark. And the only light that was shining was on our bench coming from the left side. So I automatically, as a Christian, I'm like, God didn't open this, this light up. And he, got, he, he has... To have his hands on us, because not even going. Let's let's go back. While I went to Baltimore, right? I was going to um, talk about that after my sister was killed. Um, I I just didn't. I mean, I didn't want to play football no more. I'm gonna just just put it out there. Uh, it, it took a toll on me, and I felt that um, at that time in my life that my family and my mom needed me more than a sport, and um, I took, well, it was, like I said, December. I remember it was, it, it was in December. No, it was in November, the end of November. What? Um, 
when you went to Baltimore? Yeah, because, yeah, because they played Dallas, and then Jimmy got hurt right after the Dallas game. And then they flew me in the following week. So from August to November, I was training, but I was retired, if that makes sense. Um, Nobody worked out that hard. They were but at the end of the day, I, I, I was going back and forth with myself because I knew my sister wouldn't want me to retire like that. And, you know, once I retired, let my agent go and all that stuff. And I ain't going to say retire. I, I just pretty much stepped away for a couple of months and i don't know i was in my garage and you know something just you know i tell people sometimes i don't know god don't if god really speak to you or how how do he correspond with you but i heard a voice and said i didn't tell you to do that and i looked and i mean it wasn't nobody in the garage with me and i didn't understand what it what what that voice really meant that day, but then that following couple of days, I actually reached out to Ozzy myself. So I called Baltimore and I, you know, I asked for the GM. I'm like, look, uh, hey, y'all, you can tell me no. So I called around. I called Ozzy. I'm like, hey, Ozzy, because he he wanted me to come right before I went with the Raiders, but I I had a better situation with them compared to going to Baltimore. So I called him. I said, you know, he knew who I was, and I explained my situation and stuff like that. And he said, you know what? If we have an opportunity to bring you in, we'll bring you in. Um, so when I heard that voice, it was like that following week. I'm like, dog, I didn't mean that that quick. I'm like, I was kind of enjoying myself, but I really was ready to kind of see what I could do a little bit still. Um, and at that time, I was 36, 34, 5? 34. 34. Uh, so I, I flew into Baltimore, and if if you don't know how, this is not like a um, sit down, write you know, write your resume down. This is a a, a full blown cut drill, sprint drill, jump, catch ball. Like they pretty pretty much dissect everything how how, how you move. And at thirty four years old, you don't move like you was twenty three or twenty four years old. But I knew I could still move. Um, so really they wanted to see if I could still run because I still, you know, if I could run, they know I, they, they could teach me the defense. And a couple, uh, we got out, we did our, our, our thing, we ran the 40. And at that point in time. Who was there? Who else was there trying to help? I don't remember. Uh, it was some more DBs there, but I mean, they was looking for a DB because the starting DB got hurt. Right. So whoever they was going to pick that week, they were going to play that week. That week and on into the rest of the season. Okay. Um, so at that time, I mean, and they, these guys were younger than me. Um, I'm 34 at the time. We had some guys that were 28, and some guys just got drafted, uh, free agent deals. So, I mean, they, it was probably like a good six or seven of us. And um, I ran my 40. And I ran a 4.25 or 4.24 at that time at 34 years old. And they looking around, and really I didn't have to do nothing else after I ran the 40. And they were like, well, we can teach him everything else. So, uh, sat around, waited for a little bit, and then they ended up signing me. And I'm like, well, okay, let me go to the house and get my stuff. And they're like, oh, no, uh, we'll send you on our bye week, which was like two or three weeks later on down the line. So we did that. and um, Take an extra <laughs> At that time, I remember on Thanksgiving Day, I'm sitting there on the phone with my wife, eating Boston Market, watching the game. Uh, I was sad, but at the same time, I had the opportunity to, to play the game that I love. Well, when did you know that, 
like, hey, God ordained this. He orchestrated this. Like, this is the team that I was supposed to be on this year, this season, at this time with these players. Because you always talk about how special that team was. And I heard so many of the players this weekend saying it, you know, when we were in the truck with Jacoby, he was like, this kind of group that we had, we did, 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 did. we had this mm-hmm. person, we had a Ray, we had a 4-1 guy, we had a, a Airy. Like, how did you know? Like, I, I was supposed to be on this team this year. Uh, I would probably say maybe the Denver game. Uh, I mean, because the, the teams I've been on, you know, Green Bay, St. Louis, Kansas City, like the, the other teams. The Raiders. The Raiders, um, we was close, but like I said, when we was at the at the at the reunion, when you win a world champion and you're the best of the, that era, it sits a little bit different. Um, and why I say that because a lot of guys, a lot of us put a lot of sweat because I, I go even farther back, 2003 when I got drafted. To Green Bay. If I would have won, we went to the NFC Championship my rookie year. I remember that. And if, I, if we would have won the Super Bowl my rookie year, I don't think I would have cherished that championship like I did year 10. Um, and then winning with the guys that actually i grown to actually love and care for like brothers. Um, it's, it's, it's different, man. And I was telling them, you know, my best friend, one of my best friends, uh, which is Trail, uh, th- today, like that event was probably or is the best event I ever had in my life. And re- the reason I said it because it was everything was genuine towards one another. It wasn't no looking looking down on, you know, the family, the kids or, OK, well, you started six games it, like it, it, it was all genuine love and just you knew. Everybody that night or that weekend cared about everybody. And the reason I say that, I even told Trail today, the reason I say that is because after, and that was my first time being actually on the field. And it kind of warmed me up a little bit. It's like, man, I, 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 I missed it for a, a, a brief second. Like, even when Ed came out, Ray, uh, Ray served like, that ball back so many memories. Like, man, mm-hmm. Coach, where, where's our, our cleats? I have <laughs> Hey, it, it was just – that build-up was just so exciting to me. And, and I don't really get excited about a lot of stuff. And um, that was that was something that I, I would never forget. But one thing – I the other thing I, I won't forget is after halftime we went back down there and Ed ball is up like in the huddle, like we got ready to break the huddle. And he said – I'm going to say this. He said, man, if anybody here or whoever's missing, if anybody ever needs anything from any one of us, we're going to start a group chat. Y'all reach out. We got you. He said, and let not, let this not be the last time we see each other this long. Let's start this group. Let's start coming back one or two games a year and just doing this. like just, Because, I mean, we have lost so many people. From 2013 to 22. So when he said that, it was so. And then we went to McLean 
And then all the moms, I mean, all the moms, where well, we are, most of us. <laughs> but all the wives were like tearing up. Like, and when we went to Black Finn, Black Swan, Black Swan um, that was even doper to me because it was like, this is one, one of the players that I, I, I played with. He left Baltimore, went to New York, came back to Baltimore, but came. And that's the thing about, the, you know, that organization, man. It was like they they, they let you come back and, and be something besides a football player. Um, and that means a lot to a lot of players because you, 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 be can't, a, you can't do that with a lot of organizations you play for. Right. Once, you, once you're done – and, and 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 not to just get too, we'll do that with one of my home my homeboy. We get dirty in, in, in the game about how they treat you. Uh, but when when you're done, it's not a lot of organization that won't even let you come in that building even more. And and it's sad that they. It's like you don't even do dogs like that. But anyway, let's get back to this wonderful wonderful event. Shout out to the. Ravens, even Mr. Bashadi. Oh yeah, like best on best on in the game. Being down cool. there on the field with y'all, <laughs> but just the, they just rolled out the red carpet because they not just because all oh, their football players or oh, they the, the wise or oh, they the Super Bowl champions. Like you could tell that everything that they did, they put thought into. Mm -hmm. They cared. They wanted all of us. Like you said, you know, you got Ray popping up, stomping to Atomic Dog. You got. Ed walking in with a cigar in his mouth. Like, it was like a family reunion. They wanted it to feel like that and not, you know, even when I got the itinerary, had to do all the leg work because we were so far behind. They had sent the email out in August. Mm -hmm. And thank you, Toya, again for texting me because then I'm like, call a dares and see what, 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 what. And so when he found the email, and I'm like, okay, can you send me all the things? And he sent it. He said, you know, dinner party. So I'm like, is it formal? Is it? He was like, just think about going out to eat with your family on a Saturday night and having a good time. So they wanted the field to be family. Mm -hmm. And they wanted, and so that's what I was getting at about when did you know that you were supposed to be on that team? Because I just remember you saying, like, it's different from the owner to the coach what? that prays you know for what? you. You can talk to these coaches like men. Yeah, and I, I got, I got, you know, I got a little uh, ahead of myself, but why, why? Why I, I go back to your your, your question? Uh, when I felt that I was at home, is it was a situation that happened in uh, Kansas City, mm -hmm. and both the young a young, rest rest they so um, the gentleman and the young lady from Dallas, um, he ended up taking that young woman life. Yeah, he was playing in Kansas City. Yeah, he he was in, he was in Kansas City. And this was like maybe the year before the, the year. The, it was coming up on the yeah. Year it was coming up on the year that my my sister was killed. Maybe like two or three days. Yeah, before. the same the same way. Um, and I seen it. It was like breaking news, and I, I was I remember going into the to to the castle, and I was like, it's something that my spirit said. God, once again, that boy. I don't know that voice just be popping up when you really need it sometimes. But the voice say, you need to say something. And I walked in. It was like 6.30. We have a uh, position uh, team team meets at 8 o'clock. So I walked in, and Coach Harbaugh, Co Coach Harbaugh was at actually in the cafeteria. So I sat down, and uh, I was eating. 
And he actually came over and he saw speaking to me. And this was like my fifth day there, a week, week later. There maybe like a week or two. Yeah, so this is probably like my second week there. Like, once again, I, I'm not starstruck, but I know my role. You know, I know if Ray in the building, if Ed, so, like, no, let me, I'm going to step in the back. You know, I'm, I'm a little man. They ready to be the leader. Yeah, so so they already, they are, so they sit in the front. So I, I, I asked Coach Harbaugh, I said, Coach. Uh, of the meeting room. Is what of the meeting room, about. the team meeting room. Mm -hmm. So I sit right in the middle, you know, and I told, you know, I asked Coach Harbaugh that morning. I said, Coach, uh, we was talking about the incident, and I told him what I went through. Um, and pretty much knew, uh, and I asked him, could I speak to the team? And not even knowing two weeks into this wonderful team that I'm on, um, that this the head coach going to let me speak. And when he said, yeah, I'm like, it's like, uh-oh. <laughs> so we got a team meeting, and uh, he spoke on what happened, and he said it's, it's a young man that uh, just joined the team a couple of weeks ago. Uh, his sister was killed um due to the domestic violence same same situation and he asked me this morning what what could he speak to you guys so i came up and at that point in time and normally you you probably shaking in your boots but I, I i i was confident what i was about to say because i lived it and when you go through stuff like that it's it's a message not nothing to play around i i, I wanted to give a message and the first thing I told him, I said, what were that guy thinking about at that time that he couldn't call his teammate? And they looked at me. And they were like, what this dude talking about? And I said it again. I said, what was that guy going through that day, which his name was Bertram? What was Bertram going through this morning? That he couldn't call someone sitting on the left, someone sitting on the right, someone sitting across from him. What was he going through that he couldn't call his brother? And I looked at everybody. I said, to me, and at that time I was 34 years old and, and there's older people in, in the room. And I told him, I said, to me, if I'm sitting next to you. If someone walking, instead of you getting your phone when you walk out of the meeting or calling your girlfriend, calling your wife, like if you see someone and, and you know that look, like you know someone is pissed off, stressed out, something is going on mentally with that person. Like, how's family? How you doing? Can I help you? Like, it's, it's these questions, and this is your brother. Mm -hmm. um, and could have saved their life. Could have saved his life, I Both think. And. After that, you know, it, it was more said in 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 the team meeting room that I can't speak on because there's certain things we talk about that we let out, some certain things we don't let out. But another the reason I felt that was one moment, but the identified crowning moment was 15 to 20 minutes later when we walked out on the practice field. And y'all know Ray went through a lot of stuff his first Super Bowl run and murder charge and stuff like that against him. And he came up to me and said, Chris, he said, I appreciate it. This is exactly what Chris, I appreciate you talking to my team. Because he owned the team. 
the way you did because it's a lot of guys that don't, don't understand how serious this job can be and how technical this job can be. He said, I have a home, a good friend, pretty much best friend, same way in college, that we ride, we did everything together and played football at, at, at Miami. And he said, for whatever reason, Chris, he wouldn't, couldn't come to me that, that day that he took his life. And, man, if you ever been in a place, a dark place, I, I, I don't, man, these days at 43 years old, and I'm speaking off the, off the record now, uh, at 43 years old, if you ever get in a dark place, and all these friends and homeboys and homegirls and everybody that's in your that's in your circle, and you can't call one person. And I'm gonna put this out there because I, I think it might be somebody need to hear this. The same guy I was talking about when I got ready to take my life. If this guy do not pick up the phone. That time I called him, and in five minutes within the gym where I was, we're not having this conversation right now. Right. Them the type of people I'm talking about you need in your circle. Like, if I call at 3 o'clock, I'm not calling you to ask you what you're doing tomorrow. Yeah. I'm, I'm calling you because it's something that I'm going through mentally, personally, spiritually, spiritually and I need help. Right. So, if you don't have... This, this to me right now, this is the, uh, 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 a friend check, uh, uh, a family check. If you don't have nobody in your circle like that, they're wasting your time. Because like Steve Harvey said the other day, everybody that's in your circle that's for you, they can't go where you're going. So sometimes you have to shred and delete people out of your life, even family members, to get the qualified people that can save your life when you need them. So, that's a little rant that I, I shouldn't have went on, but somebody, I think, really needed that because I felt that. And when Ray told me that, that identified that I was supposed to be on that team that year. And going into that game, and I, after all the lights went off and stuff like that, uh, I felt like God, my sister, like, and when that one play, the end of the play, and that, that graffiti went down, I just ran to the middle of the field, and I have the pictures to this day in my house. I was looking for uh, on my all my million Facebook pictures. I that thank God, and I thank I just thank my sister because I knew she had a lot. Because I mean that whole from Denver, that Denver, the Denver game to the NFC champ, the AFC championship game to the Super Bowl, like it was thing. It was fourth and fifteen, fourth and sixteen. It's no way in hell that Jacoby was supposed to catch that ball. It's no, I mean, the safety just, I mean, it's like God picked him up and moved him out. Like, it, it was just our destiny that year because we had too many things in our, our, our road to, to to match up the way God wanted to match up. But that's why I felt like Baltimore, um, I thought Green Bay, when I first got drafted, that was going to be something special to my heart. But it, it, it by hands down, um, Baltimore was the best team. Best organization, okay. best owner. One of my <laughs> for you as all a that. 
<laughs> but I love that because I felt like where we were at that time, you know, still grieving the loss of Jennifer, you know, you still really struggling at it. If you were going to go back and play football, um, I just prayed that God put you in a situation where, you know, you would be, you would be better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you told me like how Harbaugh was just so personable and, Ray would just break out and pray and practice and everybody just stop what they doing and bow their heads. Like I was like, this this is why he had to go to Baltimore. And it was a struggle. Like I said, I was back here with the kids. Within 24 hours, I was a football mom and everything and having to rely on my village to pick up and and drop off and, and everything. I was in surgical tech school at this time because we thought he had stepped away from football mm-hmm. so i'm like great i'm go to uh, school i want to be a surgical tech and you know we're moving on with the retired part of our lives so i mean on the plane to baltimore on the weekends i'm studying on the um you know super bowl weekend we end up having to drive because we had to take the kids <laughs> and, and other people <laughs> so i'm studying i paid drove and i studied and she would quiz me like it was so many sacrifices and things, but I knew at that moment, like, I'm not going to lie, I never doubted that the Ravens were not going to win. I know everybody was probably saying that that was a Ravens family member, a Ravens fan, or, you know, the same with San Francisco. They probably like, oh, hands down, San Francisco finna win. We got this young quarterback, Colin Kaepernick, and, you know, all these pieces. I literally kept saying we're going to win. Even when the lights out, mm-hmm. boom, came. Yeah, my sister Beyonce performed. I had my tuxedo on just in case she needed any background dancers. Like, I was ready. But when the lights went out, I'm not going to lie, it was scary because we didn't know what was going on. Like, did I did I blink and then I opened my eyes back up and it's still dark? And then my phone got to ringing and my mom was calling, keep your hands on the kids. I really do think it looked darker on oh, the TV, TV yeah, than it did in there because, like he said, within a, like two minutes, boom, the the generator kicked in, but and the only lights that were shining was on that mm-hmm. side of the field. So I could see my husband. I could see Ray pacing up and down the sideline praying. Like, I was just like, okay. And so I – Told Paige, I was like, I'm going to the restroom. I'll be right back. Use my flashlight. I go in the restroom. I'm praying <laughs> to God. I'm, you know, like, God, you did not bring them this far. What is going on? Like, turn this thing around. Just saying all the things. And lights came back on. It. That's when, when me and Toya became close. I had met Toya Johnson before just in passing at events. But she was in the bathroom while I was praying. And she was like, girl, you was praying. I was listening. Like, yeah. It was, it was just an amazing time and an amazing end to, I say, an amazing career of yours. Mm-hmm. It was right at the 10-year mark. It was all the sacrifices and ups and downs and wins and losses that people didn't see or know about that you had went through, like, you you know, your seven, eight groin surgeries, um, not ever being able to go to any of the kids' activities on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Never got a chance to go to any of brand Little League Pee Wee games because you – we're always playing. Um, 
even a bigger one never being able to go to any of Chrissy's birthday parties because her birthday is in August, August and he was always in training camp. So, I mean, I remember us going and filling up wardrobe boxes with Barbie dolls or, you know, what do you want this year? Trying to, you know, make up for the sacrifice and never really um, seeing how much it took a toll on the kids and, you know, they can go back and look at pictures and he was never there mm -hmm. and he didn't get to go to the to the birthday parties to where when he actually finally did retire and Chrissy had her sweet 16 and he escorted in her her into her party and she just bust out crying and I'm thinking oh you know she's overwhelmed with everything and she was like no this is the first time I ever had my daddy at my birthday party and that was big to her so like just through all of the things that go with being uh, an NFL player to just close it out on that note. And I know you did go ahead and go back the next year and had the health issues and everything, but I felt like it was because you were supposed to yeah. end it mm -hmm. right there on that note. And so, yeah, the the weekend, oh, the game was fun. I mean, we had the suite. It was right there in the middle of the fans, and they were high-fiving y'all. High-fiving. Yeah, I had to do a lot of high-fives. And Lord. just getting the crowd into it and everything, like, it was great. And it that's why I feel like when they people say, well, do, do the wise feel like get anything? Yes. When they gave us the option to get a necklace or a ring, I'm like, I'm getting a ring. I sacrificed in this thing for these 10 years. I want my ring. It was a beautiful ring ceremony. We got our rings. And I would have got the kids' rings, too, because they, they made a lot about. of sacrifice. But they only play for the spouse. So, um, But, yeah, I, I hope they don't wait to do another 10. I think they should bring y'all back at 5. But... In keeping that word that Ed mm. challenged y'all, and it'll go by quickly. And everybody start, you know. And they actually started their, group, uh, group. Yeah, yeah I that's think what I was that, like. Yeah. Everybody start switching their information. Like, hey, I did get a new number, mm -hmm. and I didn't have your number, and I loved it. So yeah. I hope y'all do that. And it was special. I mean, from. And it actually, like I said, I mean, I know I don't deal with too many people. I mean, people know that, so therefore. Um, to actually, you know, I hung out with people that I didn't hang out with when I was there. Mm -hmm. Like, and even when we went to to, to the Raiders, uh, it's still it's close. But I I I I start understanding once you have a conversation with somebody, you like, you know what, dog, that dude, he pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Like, you just have to sit down, and, and when you're at work, it's like X's and O's, and hey, I gotta go here, I gotta go there, I'm going home. Like, so you didn't get that that bonding time, but. You know, we had that two weeks off uh, for the Super Bowl, so we got to see, like, we had family events. We had, you know, things we could do during the Super Bowl run. When I was uh, with the other teams, we and, – and, and it's a little bit different, too. When you're winning, it's different compared to losing. <laughs> like, agree. Like, when you're losing, I don't want to go out. Like, I just – I don't want to hang with you. <laughs> well, I see you Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then I'm going to the house. But it's – like, when you're winning, it's, it's – it make it better, but 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 it also you you looking at other things besides 
losing. You know, um, you're talking about life. You're talking about business. You're talking about, you know, the next five no. years. Go like you're, you're talking about life things because football, as you can see, it don't last forever. No. So. Everybody got a date. But once again. These my these my closing oh, five. Close 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 your five, yes, out, baby. You can't look at them. Okay, let me. These I are five quick questions for Chris. So for those that don't know. What was your fastest time you ever ran in a 40? Uh, 418. You get that from me. <laughs> and that was at the combine. It was pro day. Yeah, my pro day. Yep. Cool. Number two, what team drafted you? What round and what number? Uh, I was drafted to Green Bay round 7, 256. And that's pretty far down, right? Yep. So that yeah. was the last round, mm-hmm. and I probably had another probably a hundred people after me. Maybe so you watched the draft, and you watched the days go by. Well, normally, if the draft you watch it, you really watch the first first day, mm-hmm. which is first second round, maybe third. But now it'd be like when you get into the fourth, fifth, sixth, you'd be like, "I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go shopping." <laughs> so even the day I got drafted, I was over. My partner, Big Body House, uh, we were playing PlayStation. So it was like I knew I wasn't going to go first, second round because, like I said, the reason people don't, if you, you know, do do the back search, a lot of people don't know I didn't play as much as I wanted to in college. The reason I got drafted is I ran the 4-1 mm-hmm. because it's probably me and Dion the only two people probably ever, and Bo Jackson, I think, uh, ran a 4-1 that's documented. Uh, but – they said, "Well, he's fast. We can teach we him X and we can teach him X and O's. Yeah. So that's that. That was pretty cool. But that's why we always tell our sons, like you don't, you don't have to be to get drafted. Yep. You don't have to. You just play your game and be solid and get better. Correct. Yes. So question number three: What is the, the favorite city that you lived in while you were playing? Um, I would say now Baltimore. Yeah." I'm still sticking with Green Bay. It's a special place to my heart, and we love ours. And then you already answered what was the favorite team. Oh. So we're going to go with what is your favorite football memory? Of course, the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, that's that's hands down. Uh, best best event, best time of your life, best pinnacle of your life. So Super Bowl by far. Well, I always like. Looking at your butt, oh lord, ran out there your, but I, I would always say that your first return kick for the 99 yards was my favorite mm-hmm. memory for you because I was cheering and jumping up and down in the stands and everything. But now, even looking at the pictures that I put on my Instagram today of us kissing with the confetti coming down and the Super Bowl, and I love that picture because I'm like, got my eyes closed, like, God, if I'm dreaming, don't let me wake up. He did it. And you looking right at me like if if I go to if I'm awake I don't want to go to sleep <laughs> and so I love when you look at me like that but it was fun I hope we do it again before five years but yeah that was an amazing weekend amazing weekend but once again it's time to go home I'm so sorry I'm but what <laughs> no not me but once again next Monday seven o'clock be in the place don't be late. Love you guys. Hey, this is Super Bowl Champion, Chris Jones.